All right, Tuesday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Just one little snippet off of the pregame. You know, I like to pull stuff off the pregame as if I don't have enough content for the rest of the show. But just that Alejandro Mayorkas piece where you've got James Comer now is subpoenaing Alejandro Mayorkas and other members of the Secret Service because Mayorkas tipped off the, the, the DOJ via Mayorkas tipped off the Biden transition team that the IRS wanted to do an interview with Hunter Biden. In other words, they were going to do what's called in law enforcement circles to show up and just show up and try to interview Hunter Biden. And as um, has been testified to by the IRS, the IRS whistleblower, that their search warrants were that the DOJ, you have the IRS working with the DOJ on Hunter Biden's tax evasion cases. And they're about to do a raid on a storage facility. And I think it was in two locations. The DOJ, of course, in conjunction with the IRS, working with the IRS, the DOJ tipped off Hunter Biden that they were just about to search these locations. <laughs> this, this is the state of affairs. You got Enrique Torrio from the uh, Proud Boys get sentenced to 22 years in prison today. So just, just so everybody knows the status, and if you watch this podcast, you already know it. And I know I'm preaching to the choir, 479 people watching. They're they're just trying to crush us on Facebook. You need to switch over to Rumble right now, everybody. If you're watching on YouTube, you're watching on uh, Twitter even, if you're watching on uh, Facebook, you got to switch to Rumble. Download the app, get to Rumble. I'm not making any money off Rumble. I'm just telling you, only free speech streaming platform. So you have Alejandro Mayorkas and the DOJ tips off the Biden transition team that the IRS is going to do a show up to interview Hunter Biden. That's the status of affairs that we're, that we're in. It is out. They want to talk about seditious conspiracies. This is sedition. This is actual sedition. When you are destroying the judicial system in the United States of America, absolute, absolute apocalyptic destruction of the, uh, of the court system of the um, criminal justice system in America. When you, I mean, just outright, out, Marcus and DOJ, they just tip off the incoming administration because the interview that's going to be conducted by the IRS isn't beneficial to the incoming administration. I thought, whatever happened to the Krasensteins and everybody else on social media, these, uh, you know, uh, equal application of justice. Well, how, no, was Trump, Trump was never even tipped off. The McCain campaign was tipped off when they were accused of the exact same collusion. You need to read Dan Bongino's book on this. Exact same collusion hoax um, was was done to the McCain. They, he, would, he was accused of the exact same collusion hoax as Donald Trump, even with some of the same names. Just so you know, and he was warned. And then, and then, of course, Obama was warned about anything that was coming up. That you know, this Russian, uh, any sort of Russian implications. And only Donald Trump was never warned by the FBI and the DOJ. We need to understand something. It's over. I mean, listen, it, it, is, it is over. I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about it, the, the, our current, the current state of our criminal justice system. It is now completely, until I'm, not, I'm not talking about local sheriffs and state law enforcement agencies. In blue states, it's over. In Florida, it's not. In red jurisdictions and with sheriff departments, it's not over. And sheriff's departments need to kick out the FBI now. You don't have to have the FBI in your state. Florida, I'm saying right now to the governor, to the lieutenant governor, to the state attorney general, kick the FBI out of the state of Florida. You don't, it's not an insurrection. It's not, there's nothing that says the FBI was, was formed and 
thrust upon us, inflicted upon us. The Federal Bureau of Infliction was put upon us in 1913. 1913, 776 to 1913 without the FBI. We don't need them. Yep. Kick them out of your states. They're nothing but the brown shirts, Goebbels, Mengele department of uh, of the Democratic Party and the globalists. That's what they are. I mean, that, that's, it's over. It's over. The FBI and anybody that will not run on defunding the FBI, don't vote for them. They're out. All these sycophantic DOJ lovers like Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, and all the rest of them, Tim Scott and all the rest of them, listen, they all, they, they, they're all about, you know, you can't say that, and you, if you say that, you're defunding the police. No, listen, they're not the police. They're the Gestapo, the police and the sheriff's offices and the local police departments that the Democrats want to defund so that they can turn every state into Chicago, so they can turn every state into California, which they are. Which, by the way, we just need to retract back into a true federalist system, let the blue states destroy themselves. And yes, you know what will happen is if we run the Congress and we run the Senate, yes, we're still going to have to send money to these states. There's nothing you can do about it because you're still going to have libtard senators, libtard congressmen and women that are going to be there that are going to want to send money to their blue states. But we can we can constrict it and we can hurt those blue states. Let them turn on themselves. Let them vax themselves into oblivion. Let, let them vax themselves into blood clots and ADE. Let them blo- vax themselves into hospitalizations and deaths. Let them, va- let them mask themselves. Let them turn their states into a giant looting party, which is what it is in Chicago. It's what it is in L.A. It's what it is in California. It's what it is in New York City. One just giant... Uh, it's like it's like Vikings invasion into these stores. Let them let them do it. That's their state. So it ain't gonna happen in Florida. You know I don't like to. You know Georgia is. I was gonna. I was thinking of other states. It ain't gonna happen in Florida. It ain't gonna happen in Alabama. It ain't gonna happen in Mississippi. It ain't gonna happen in Tennessee. But there's lot. There's lots of purple states like Georgia. You know it's already happened in Atlanta. Atlanta is completely lawless. Let the blue cities turn on themselves. Let the blue states turn on themselves. Let's just go ahead and come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. 2 Corinthians 6, 17. Doesn't mean they're not. Listen, everybody's, everybody's uh, available for redemption upon repentance. You repent, you can, you can be redeemed. But if not, if you're going to just continue to vote in, you know, the Brad Raffensburgers of the world, even the Brian Kemp's of the world, because these are, these are statists, these are Democratic Party shills, then you get what you deserve. You get what you deserve, Georgia. You get what you deserve on it. You get what you deserve when you vote in Fannie Willis. Bad thing is, is if what happens is if we draw, if, if a Republican or a legit conservative like Trump accidentally steps into the Venus flytraps of these blue cities and blue states, i.e., New York City, well, I mean, there's nothing you can do, really. You know, because first, New York City's just making up stuff, but Trump making a phone call to Raffensburger to check into, check into possible vote outcomes inside of Georgia, namely uh, Fulton County, which is Fannie Willis. And Ruby and, and Miss Ruby and all that stuff, Ruby Freeman, and putting in the the the, uh, the same stack of ballots over and over again into the same machine. We just wanted you to look into that stuff, and suddenly that becomes seditious conspiracy or or felonious uh, uh, can, uh, election tampering, whatever it is they're charging him with in Georgia under Fannie Willis. So if you're if you're running for national office, you know what? You may have to just not even try in those states. You may they may just go that way. We have blue states. We have red states. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about civil war. I'm not talking about any violence. I'm not talking about any of those things. I'm just I mean, I'm just saying, you know what? That's what the way that it's going to have to go. It really is going to it's going to have to go that way. Uh, my pastor, Pastor Rodney out of Brown, he said this a couple years ago. It's going to go this way. And it is going to have to go that way because 
you know, we're not going to, you really, would anybody with, with any sort of sense travel to Atlanta? <laughs> no. I mean, would you travel to Chicago anymore? I mean, I went, I think it was 2017, I was in New York City. And it was still run by Bloomberg there. It was just copying off of Giuliani, so it wasn't half bad in New York City. It was actually quite nice in New York City, actually. There's nothing, there's nothing, nothing bad going on at all. You can walk all over the city, nothing. He can't do that now. It's feces all over the street, drug needles, there's trash all over the street, rats all over the street, and rampant, I mean rampant freaking crime in the street in the city of New York. I would never go there. And if you do go there, they could you say something like, you know what? I hate the Democratic Party. Seditious conspiracy because disinformation. Seditious conspiracy, um, just about anything else you want to name, is now whatever you know, whatever labels you want to put on it, is simply things that are against the Democratic Party. If you say anything against the Democratic Party, it's seditious conspiracy. If you, if you say anything that's against the COVID narrative, the climate change narrative, um, the, that there was mass election, if you say that there was mass election fraud in 2020, which there obviously was then that is uh, disinformation. You need, you need to have a disinformation governance board. And they're putting it, they're, listen, they're, I'd have this there. I'm not going to get to this tonight on the show, but there's a new U, uh, U.S. Special Operations Command. It's called USSOCOM. Uh, is now doing the Argus system, just so you know, to neutralize all disinformation in the United States of America. Disinformation is simply any information that goes against the Democratic Party narrative. The Democratic Party narrative of trying to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point controlled by them. It's Democratic Party, which is the same as the globalists, same as the World Economic Forum. Democrats are not Americans. Yes, they have American rights, but they're not Americans. They do not abide by the Constitution. They do not look at the United States of America as a sovereign country. They look at the United States of, of America as a, as a globalist state. And they're, they're yearning. They're, Joe Biden wants to be controlled by the CCP, wants to be controlled by Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum. He wants that. Ursula von der Leyen, the president of the European Union, wants to be governed. And she just did a mass disinformation campaign herself. And the disinformation, which is basically the same thing that's happening here with USSOCOM, with SOCOM, which is called SOCOM for short. The same operation that we're doing using SOCOM, they're doing in the European Union, where any sort of disinformation, like vaccines don't work, vaccines don't stop COVID, masks don't work, vac masks don't stop COVID, vaccines are causing mass infirmity, vaccines are causing mass death, mass hospitalization, ADE, blood clotting, myocarditis, pericarditis, and everything else, birth defects, low sperm counts, miscarriages. You put that out, even though it's 100% true, it'll get banned by SOCOM in the United States and whatever system they have in place in the European Union, because disinformation now is has nothing to do with whether it's information or disinformation, truth or lies. It only has to do with does it support the Democratic Party narrative? If it doesn't support the Democratic Party narrative or the globalist narrative, then it is deemed disinformation and taken offline, which is what Facebook is doing, which is what Facebook did in conjunction with the FBI, which is what Twitter did in conjunction with the FBI, which is what Google did in conjunction with the FBI and the DOJ, what YouTube did in conjunction with the FBI and the DOJ. This is what they're doing. Anything that's against the Democratic Party and the globalist is deemed disinformation, is deemed possibly, it may get to the point where it's deemed seditious conspiracy. I mean, you had Enrique Torrio being, being sentenced to 22 years in prison. He was never in D.C. on 1-6. 22 years in prison. Amazing. All right, so let me get to the COVID stuff here. Kareem Jean-Pierre, everybody knows, the, everybody knows, because here comes COVID again. And who, I wonder who who this has been saying that. 580 people are on the on the platforms tonight. I know I'm preaching to the choir. You've probably been saying the same thing I have. 
over the last now, we're into month 42, 42 of 15 days to flatten the curve. All the COVID caving Christians, congratulations. Nice job. Nice job. You're like, well, Tom, you know, we didn't know. That's no excuse. You should know it. You should know it. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. 1 Corinthians 2.14, you should have been able to discern it. But even if you haven't, have you ever come out and said you were wrong? I was wrong for masking, wrong for vaccinating, wrong for social distancing, wrong for putting out alcohol gel stations, wrong for locking down, wrong for pimping and whoring vaccines for my bully, for my bully pulpit inside the church. Whatever it is, COVID-caving Christians, COVID-caving conservatives, COVID-caving clergy, congratulations. Yeah, I, know you, I know you've been against it for the last year and a half now, but you've never come out and said you were wrong to begin with. So it opens up the door for it to come back in month 42 of 15 days to flatten the curve. Congratulations. Congratulations. If you said you're wrong, you're with me. I'm, I'm with you. I've done many wrong things in my life. It's just a matter. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's all a matter of whether you've repented or not. So following the first lady's positive COVID test, five times vaccinated. Five times vaccinated, Jill Biden. Fifth bivalent vac uh, booster. She's had it all. Five times vaccinated. They're coming out with their next vaccine this month. Congratulations. Congratulations to the CDC on coming up with their next worthless vaccine. And it's not worthless unless the only worth in, is, worth in it is if you actually want to cause infirmity and death. It, it has worth there if you're wanting to kill people and you're wanting to cause mass infirmity, wanting to cause infertility, wanting to cause low sperm counts, wanting to lower the Earth's population via sickness, illness, disease, death, miscarriages, and low sperm counts. It's fantastic. Birth rates in every first world country in America and every first world country in the world are down precipitously, as well as all that. So you have birth rates down by double digits and excess death rates up by double digits. That's like a, that's a double whammy, isn't it? When did that all start? Oh, the, oh, oh, just right after the vaccine rollout. I mean, everybody knows that, right? I'm talking about Germany. I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, Great Britain. I'm talking about the United States of America. I'm talking about Australia. Birth rates are all down double digits. And excess death rates are all up double, double digits. So that's a double whammy, isn't it? And it, all, it never happened during COVID. That didn't happen during 2020. It didn't happen 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. It only started in 2021 crazy and nobody will look at it what well, yeah Aaron just said crazy what a what an odd quinky dinky that is isn't it strange and here's five times vaccinated joe biden who's just lining up to take her sixth shot this month because that's when it all comes out and they're all online right now pimping and whoring it just like they always do with their bold-faced lies about it as if a booster for a respiratory virus would ever work anyway because if you if you diagnose because i can't remember the number of it now it's like ba486 or 286 or something like that it's the third uh, variation of Omicron is now out. So now you have it now. So let's just call it 486. So it's 486. By the time they start vaccinating people, it'll be 586. A completely useless vaccination. Just like when they were vaccinating everybody against Alpha, they, everybody had Delta. When they were vaccinating everybody when they, who had Omicron, okay, they were still vaccinating using the vaccine for Alpha. It doesn't work. Not that, alpha, not that the Alpha variant vaccine worked either. It didn't. It just caused mass death, mass hospitalization. The only people in the hospital right now with COVID-19 are the fully vaccinated. Here's Jill Biden getting sick. She's going to be vaccinated again next month because every time you take the vaccination, you give yourself more antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. She has no ability to fight it off. So Biden's back in a mask and everything else. So following the first lady's positive test for COVID-19, 
President Biden was a minister of COVID test this evening. The president tested negative. The president will test at, a re- at regular cadence this week and monitor for symptoms. So, you're, so here's the thing, too. <laughs> so what's, again, just there's many, of course, there's many tributaries to the river, many, many levels of this thing. Let's, let's talk about the latest Omicron uh, uh, po- uh, fatality rate. Okay, it's going to be less than 0.1%. So for anybody healthy, it's I mean, because the first, the death rate for COVID-19, the alpha variant, the most virulent variant was 0.1%. 0.1%. And less than that, 99.999997% for those 1 to 19. And you know the stats that I've, I've shared many times. So basically 0.1 to 0.2%. Not 2%, not 1%, 0.1%, 0.2%. And, you got, and, and Joe Biden's going to all these protocols for a virus with a 0.1% fatality rate. He's going to all these protocols for it. He's far more likely to die of flu than he is COVID-19, especially at this state. Now, again, many tributaries to the river, many levels. Okay, well, if you have no immune system left, maybe, maybe he should distance himself. Because he didn't have immune system left because he's taken five vaccines too and has gotten COVID at least three times <laughs> post-vaccination. At least three times post-vaccination, Joe Biden's gotten COVID-19. I don't know how many times Jill's got it. So here we go, DC Drano video. Joe Biden will be officially wearing a mask. Here we are. Everyone said it's over. Heard, I even heard, uh, you know, pastors say, it, you know, COVID caving pastors. It's all over, you know. Uh, it's, we've, you know, we all moved on and, you know, we put it in the past. Oh, really? Because you caved, they're going to bring it back because now they believe that you'll fall for it again. And you did. They told you to dance. You danced. Put on a mask. Put on two masks. Lockdown. Lockdown for two, 15 days to fly on the curb. Oh, wait, now it's 60 days. Now it's 90 days. Now it's six months. Now it's a year. Now it's 18 months. Now it's two years. Now we're 42 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. And just remember, it wasn't that long ago. It was in April of this year, of 2023, that they finally canceled the state of emergency for COVID-19. In 2023. And I'm just waiting. I've got a couple idiot neighbors. I do. In my, in my little neighborhood. I've got a little neighborhood. There's a couple idiot neighbors. I saw the wife wearing a mask in 2022. I can't wait. I know, she, I know I'm going to see her prancing around with a stupid mask on again. I know it. I mean, I just thought it's going to take all that I have. Not to say something. All that I have, Lord help me, in Jesus' name. All right, so DC Drano video. Here's Kareem Jean-Pierre on Joe Biden wearing a mask. Again, a month 42 of 15 days to flatten the curve. Play it for me, other. President Biden tested negative last night for COVID-19 and tested negative again today. He's not experiencing any symptoms. As far as the steps he is taking, since the president was with the first lady yesterday, he will be masking while indoors and around people in alignment with CDC guidance. And as, as has been the practice in the past, the president will remove his mask when sufficiently distanced from others indoors and while outside as well. So Alex Jones comes out with the whistleblowers from the TSA saying, you know, they're going to try it again. They're going to try it. What do you say? In September, October, here you have the president of the United States is now going to be walking around as the galactic idiot that he is wearing a mask again, modeling it for him. It's so funny because all of these people, all masks means, all that masks mean, and by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed with this because here's the thing. All masks mean are, are, is, is a pledge of allegiance to being a leftist globalist. You're not really scared of COVID. You know, really, people have no idea what real fear is. They need to go back to the early 90s with AIDS. That was real fear. This, I mean, nobody's really fear. It's just saying, you know what? I'm in. That's, that's what it is. I'm in. I'm on board. Here's my 2022, 2021, 2020 swastika, 2023 swastika of allegiance to the globalist leftist bourgeois elitist. That's all that it is. 
That's all that is. All the pundits that you see, whether it's the Tappers, MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, whatever it may be, all the pundits on Twitter and everything else, it's just adherence. You know, what, you know, there's some, some studies that say masks work, some studies that say masks don't. No, there's no studies that say masks work. Uh, none. If you're reading a study that says masks work, it was a non-empirical study. It was a study that was biased, maybe probably coming out of the Lancet. It's all lies. Absolute lies. All it is, all it is, is an oath of allegiance to the globalist left. Every vaccination, every lockdown, every social distance, every mask, everything. That's all that it is. It's an oath of allegiance to the bourgeois, globalist, leftist, elitist agenda, which is to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. And here's the thing. I was so disappointed. I actually went over Twitter yesterday because that's when Joe Biden, Joe Biden uh, coming down with COVID, I'm sure again. I don't know how many times she's got it. Joe Biden, at least three. But I, I was expecting her to send out the usual tweet, and she no. didn't. Yeah. Of, although, yes, I, am in co- I have COVID again, I am so thankful that I have all my vaccines and all my boosters. I am so glad that I am vaccinated against and four times boosted against the virus that I currently have. I can't wait because Aaron and I, I'm always waiting for my opportunity for Aaron to bust out our Russian music and read that and read the tweet. But she took it away from me. But I'm looking. Hopefully she comes out with it. She probably will. She's probably come out and she's going to have to because that's the narrative. There it is. Yeah, there's the music. I'm always hoping. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So, I mean, I, I missed my chance, but I'm open, still open, that she'll send out the tweet because when she does... I may just go live from my house. I'll call Aaron and go live from the house. I'll just have to read it. Oh, yeah. know, it's a 30-second live. <laughs> I don't want to miss it. We should. You know, because it's just, I mean, that's what all that it is. Just an oath of allegiance. Swearing an oath to allegiance. Their oath of allegiance to the FBI. All these leftists now that used to rage against the machine. You know, the band Rage Against the Machine. We have to have a vax card to get into their concerts now. All these leftists... It's just an oath of allegiance. They, they used to be, you know, rage against the man, stand against the man. They all love Big Pharma now because that's part of the oath of allegiance. They love the FBI and the DOJ because that's part of the oath of allegiance. They, lo- they love vaccines. They love masks. They used to stand up because uh, how bad uh, black Americans were victimized by Big Pharma and by, like, the CDCs of the past, whether they're called CDCs or not, injecting them with syphilis. So they used to have the real legit liberals would come out and stand against these, uh, you know, re- basically wretched corporate globalists. But now they're all, it's oath of allegiance now. You got you to gotta love Big Pharma, man. You, you, have to, you, have to, you have to love Pfizer. You have to love Merck. You got to love Monsanto. You have to love them all. Because that's all part of being a bourgeois leftist globalist leader. And you're not going to be accepted by the left unless you love those things. Get your mask on. Have you, I mean, have you taken your sixth vaccine yet? You haven't taken your sixth vaccine? Okay, you're not going to be invited to the World Economic Forum. Right. You got to mean, because that's, that, again, this is all part of it, though. This is that leveraging you into one world commerce system with a single access point. They control all of your access to anything that you can buy, sell, trade, or travel. They control all your, that's, the, that's what they want. So they're going to do it to themselves first. Where you can't be, you can't come to globalist leftist bourgeois elitist events and let through their singular access unless you're five times vaccinated and pretending that you're a girl when you're a boy. That's the thing. That's, that's the way that it is. That's the access point. All right, onward here. All right, David Anbar, we were right. I'm going to set this up. Here we go. Here, li- listen to this. This is one of the most confounding, stupid, 
interviews. Actually, a good, decent job by the interviewer interviewing this Anthony Fauci. I think this was just done, this was done yesterday, yesterday, the day before. David Ambar actually interviewing Anthony Fauci, who gives possibly the most galactically stupid answer I've ever heard in my life. Play for me, other. Uh, Brett Stevens in The Times talked about Cochrane. Put that on the screen. The most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illness, including COVID-19, was published last month. Its conclusions, said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist who is the lead author, were unambiguous. There is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference, he told the journalist Mayan Damasi, full stop. But wait, hold on, what about the N95 masks as opposed to the lower quality? Surgical or cloth masks makes no difference, none of it, he said. Well, what about the studies that initially persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates? They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. So the interesting thing is the interviewee there, the interviewer, I should say, why would you as a journalist ask, how do we get beyond the truth? (laughs) The asking is actually, why would the reporter actually say, how do we get beyond the truth? Because their agenda trumps the truth. If the, if the truth confounds their agenda, they want the agenda, not the truth. The, the, the reporter actually asked Dr. Fauci, the garden gnome, how do we get past this? How do we get past the very fact? And, and, and by the way, just so everyone knows, it's not just cloth, ma- cloth masks. It's not just surgical masks. The N95 was found by the New York Times to be useless. Useless. The New York Times. Oops. That's like basically Hitler saying that he's a Nazi. <laughs> the New York Times said N95 cloth masks, surgical masks are all equally useless. And the reporter says, how do we get beyond this? Because the agenda is everybody has to wear a mask. The agenda is we control people through masks. The agenda is your oath of allegiance is a mask. How do we get beyond it? Why would the reporter say that? The reporter should be saying, why did you, garden gnome liar, lie to us in disingenuous, I mean, absolute disingenuous lying. And I add the word disingenuous because he's allegedly this epidemiologist or virologist, whatever his title is, this expert on communicable diseases that he's never, never solved one, made them all worse. That's Fauci. So why are you asking this guy this question about how do we get beyond it? Why aren't you calling him out on his bold face three and a half years worth of lies? Why? And the answer, now the, the galactically stupid answer was, Anthony Fauci is told, so you had the article from the New York Times. Again, that's like Hitler calling out the Nazi party. <laughs> I mean, or the Nazi party calling out Hitler. Right. You know, it's, it's that bad. when the new, If the New York Times is coming out against the leftist narrative, that left, man, that leftist narrative has to be the worst thing ever (laughs) for the New York Times to call it out. So Anthony Fauci's answer, so the New York Times article says, they were found to be completely useless. Statistical data says, I'm not quoting New York Times anymore. Statistical data is that every country that mass deployed N95s and more infections, more COVID deaths, more hospitalizations. That's fact, absolute fact. 
Absolute fact. Go to Ian Miller on Twitter. You will see it. It's absolute fact from their own versions of the CDC. So so we see in mass per country, per city, per state, wearing a mask does absolutely nothing because the size of a COVID-19 particle, if you've been watching this podcast for a long time, you know it's about to come. Size of a COVID uh, COVID-19 particle is 0.06 to 0.14 microns. N95 masks stop blocking microns at 0.35. Three times the size of the largest COVID particle. So are they ever going to stop a COVID-19 particle? Absolutely not. Never, no matter what. So it, he, it gets revealed they did absolutely nothing. Didn't slow infections. Didn't stop infections. Matter of fact, if you read the real data, caused more infections, caused more hospitalizations, caused more deaths. So we see, though, in mass, per country, per city, per state, they didn't work. And Anthony Fauci's answer is, although they didn't work in mass, they worked on an individual level. <laughs> what? How, he's, Aaron, it, does that make sense? That makes no sense. Does that no make sense. any sense? <laughs> zero. If it doesn't work for a th- zero people, if you have a thousand people and it worked for zero out of a thousand people, and that's the data that Anthony Fauci is receiving. Anthony Fauci, it worked for zero out of the mass work to stop transmission, stop infection, and zero in a thousand people. He goes, okay, I accept that data. But on an individual level, it works. How would that, why does that make any sense to anybody but an idiot? If it doesn't work in mass, it doesn't work on the individual level. Otherwise, it'd work in mass. Does that make sense, yeah, Aaron? Yeah, 100%. Okay, well, I mean, think about how stupid. I mean, I just, I think about all the idiots <laughs> on on Twitter, because I, I, I like to go over and see what the left is talking about. I read the left. I read what the left is talking about. I'm trying to remember all their names. I always use the, you know, Ed Krasenstein, Brian Krasenstein, uh, uh, Madi Hassan, Brooklyn Dad, um, Jake Tapper, all the other, you know, the MSNBCs and all the other ones, Joy Reid and everybody else. They'll say, they'll, they'll, they'll now quote Fauci on this. Although, yes, masks did not prove to work at a citywide level, they worked at an individual level. If they worked at an individual level, then they work at a citywide level. Yep. It makes no sense at all, but that's Anthony Fauci. And just remember what he said at the beginning, too, about masks. Remember that? So he, he's saying, here he is, all of, his, all of his theology, and I mean that, it's theology. All of this, yeah, because you have to be a religious person because you are operating by faith that masks do anything because they do absolutely nothing but harm. They do cause harm, just like the vaccines. They do nothing good, but they do cause harm. They don't stop transmission, don't stop infection, hospitalization, or anything else, but they do cause harm. So you have to be operating, you have to be operating by faith. So where was Anthony Fauci? So he's been saying for the last basically uh, three years that masks are the greatest thing in the world. Everybody needs to be wearing them. But remember what he said at the very beginning. Play for me. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are. And then the same man, not a month later, was saying the masks are the savior of the world. And remember what he said about lockdowns. Play for me, other. First of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. And the record will show, Neil, that we didn't recommend shutting everything down. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Um, And that was a very difficult decision. 
because I knew it would have serious economic consequences, which it did. Imagine being so devoid of integrity and human dignity that you would do that interview. (laughs) I never recommended us locking the country down. I never recommended the president locking the country down. Do do these idiots not realize that we have video? This is the eight, as much as I hate it, because you're like, Tom, it's awfully hypocritical, hypocritical for you to hate social media and be doing a, a podcast on social media. I agree. I agree. I wish it wasn't here, though. Social media has done nothing but harm, really. Yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is. So you have to be on it. You have to do it. If it was up to me, I'd go back old school. I'd have a flip phone. That'd be the end of it. I'm serious. I would. But nowadays, you can't get information out because everybody's on these, including me. Hypocrite. I admit it. Hypocrisy. But just imagine thinking. I mean, these people not realize... That everybody has these devices now and all we got to do is search and find your videos. And you say, wear masks, wear masks are the greatest thing in the world. Okay, six months before that, you said masks do nothing. I never recommended there to be any, I never recommended that we go to, you know, that we do any lockdowns. And then he says, right after that, I recommended that we lock down. I mean, these people are unbelievable. But the saddest thing about it is, and I always go, judge, I haven't said this in a while, out of 1 Peter 4, 17, judgment begins in the house of God. The saddest thing in the world is all the Christians that believe Anthony Fauci. Amazing. And it's not just Fauci. It's the Surgeon General. It's the CDC. It's the FDA. Not just the NIH. And he was, he was over the NIAID. And his successor is just as bad or worse than he is. And the successor to, to Rochelle Walensky is just as bad or worse than she is. Never gets any better when the globalist leftist bourgeois elitist. So it's just that's the saddest thing that people would ever believe what their ideological, theological, and philosophical opponent would say. It's amazing. You sit there, it's, again, and I know you hear this all the time on this podcast, but this truly, truly blows my mind. That Christians that are they're, they're anti-gun grab, I mean, they're anti-gun uh, grabbing, pro-Second Amendment, will take the gun grabber's vaccine can't stand the World Economic Forum, but will take the World Economic Forum's vaccine. Can't stand the transgender narrative, but will take the transgender narrative or agenda's vaccine. Can't stand the abortionist, but will take the abortionist's vaccine. Can't stand climate change, but will take the climate, climate hoaxer's vaccine. Can't stand the radical homosexual narrative and agenda and will take the radical homosexual agenda's vaccine. Amazing to me. Why suddenly at vaccines does pharma become angelic? Does pharma sprout virtue? Why, why does a, a leftist, globalist, bourgeois, World Economic Forum sycophant like Anthony Fauci suddenly sprout virtue for the Christian when it comes to something to inject into your bloodstream? You reject everything else the guy says. Can't stand his, uh, his globalism. Can't stand his abortion stance. Can't stand his censorship. Can't stand his transgender stance. But suddenly, for a vi- alleged viral infection, you will take his word as gospel when it comes to vaccinating your body, injecting his clot juice into your blood system, into your, into your bloodstream. That's amazing to me. Truly is amazing. Why, why would nobody see that outside of a few of us? Amazing to me. All right, Clay Travis tweet. And just so you know, it's, it's, it's all starting up again. And that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to. I'm not to let, the, let Washington, D.C. have it. Listen, Washington, D.C. is gone. It's controlled by the CCP. It's controlled by the PLA. It's controlled by the World Economic Forum. There are lots of Chinese spies there. Lots of people on the take there. Lots of, lots of spies from all over the world are there. Basically people that are just running the globalist, uh, uh, bourgeois, leftist, elitist agenda 
in Washington, D.C. That's all the D.C. is. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's statist. That's why Trump has a plan. It's 4F plan or whatever it's called. When he comes in there, they're firing 50,000 people day one. That's what you got to do. Fire them. Well, they'll sue us. Let them all sue. Let them all, let them sue themselves into oblivion because now it'll be reversed on them. As they come in, they can sue us. Yeah, they can bring it back and sue the Trump administration. But now the tax base is paying for our side instead of paying for their side. They can pay for their attorneys. Like Trump has had to pay for his attorneys. Uh, Peter Navarro, uh, his trial either begins tomorrow or began today on uh, obstruction of Congress. Because he obstructed subpoenas, he refused to follow subpoenas from the 1-6 committee that wasn't allowed to issue subpoenas. That, that's what he was arrested for. And le- put in leg irons. Peter Navarro put in leg irons. Wow. That's, that's the state of our DOJ. That's the state of our court system. That is the state of our judicial system. That's the state of our criminal justice system. Nationally, federally speaking. So here it is again, D.C. area elementary school, Montgomery County, Maryland. Of course, it's Montgomery County. Is reinstating a mask mandate. 42 months. Look, I don't have the date on it. That, that one came out either yesterday or today. So it's either, what is today, the 4th or the 5th? 5th. So it was either September 4th yeah. or September 5th. So September 5th, 2023, this all started in, for us, March of 2020, and here we are, 42 months later, 42 months of 15 days to flatten the curve later, have have reinstated mass mandates, N95s for third graders, third graders. Now Aaron put up for me, it's BA, the latest variant is is BA5, F486 variant, F486 variant. That has, now remember, the Alpha variant was the most virulent variant. That was number one, March 2020. And that had a 99, for a third grader, a 99.997% post-infection survival rate. They have yet to find anybody at third grade level or anybody under the age of 18 in the world who's died of COVID-19 who didn't have severe comorbidities. You aware of that? That's absolute fact. They have not found a single soul in the world, out of 7 to 8 billion people, 7.8 billion people, they have not found one, uh, I'll just use third graders as an example because it's in the under 18 cohort, they have not found one third grader that's died of COVID who didn't have severe comorbidities that would have died of the common cold or would have died of the flu anyway. Not to belittle the dead, I'm not doing that. But they, now they're going to reinstitute N95s, and again, size of a COVID particle, 0.06 to 0.14 microns, N95s don't block microns until you get to 0.35 microns. So explain to me how an N95 is going to stop a COVID-19 particle. That's 0.06 microns. But yet they're going to strap on. They're mandated. And again, see, this is all part of leveraging into one more commerce system. If you want to go to school there, you got to check the boxes. One world commerce system, singular access point, controlled by tyranny. Access point, you have to wear a mask. You have to be five times vaccinated. You have to be pro-transgender. You have to have turned in all your guns. You have to have applied for CBDC or be uh, in CBDC right now, uh, being run by a social credit system. Whatever it may be, that will be the access point, the singular access point to go to school, to go to college, to get a job, to go to the grocery store. Well, I'm just going to hoard gold. Gold be meaningless then, meaningless then, causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Mass are the precursor or a precursor of the mark of the beast. I remember I put that on social media, and this idiot that I know, this idiot quote-unquote pastor that I know, 
You laughed at it? Oh, yeah, you laughing now, moron? There we are, 42 months in later, moron. I hope you're watching, because that's what you are, is a moron, an idiot. 42 months later, they're still being mandated. And they're mandating them, so you know what? You are going to school unless you come our way. I wonder if this idiot ever actually reads the Bible. He calls himself a Christian. I wonder if he actually ever reads the Bible. Laughing now, moron? 42 months later, N95s for third graders, over a few, ki- few kids testing positive for COVID, using PCR tests that don't work for testing COVID. They don't work. They're 97% inaccurate. 90 because they spin the material far too many times. Totally inaccurate. So just so you know, here we are, back again. And I just want to show you this. So you got Biden wearing masks again. They're a Hollywood studio, can't remember the name of it now. They're mandating masks. Another school district in Kentucky, mandating masks. College, I can't remember where it was at now. Mandating masks. So here we go. We're starting all over again. And again, this doesn't mean it's going to affect us here in Florida. But wherever you're, wherever you're watching this from now, if you're in a blue state, you need to pray your way out of that blue state. Move down here. Come to Church Foundation Church. Come to Florida if you're going to vote, if you're going to vote Republican. If you're not, stay exactly where you are and enjoy the fruits of your labors. Enjoy it. As your cities are overrun with crime, feces on the street, trash all over the place, forced vaccinations, forced masks, forced everything, forced lockdowns and everything else that are coming your way again. This is what they're going to do. So just stay where you are. So you have Biden wearing a mask again. Kareem Jean-Pierre talking about it. You got all these other people wearing a mask again. So I just want to show you this video from Stu Peters. Just show you a mask manufacturing outfit. Uh, you know, outfit that actually manufactures masks. I want you to see how sterile they are. Play it for me. So once again, since judgment begins at the house of the Lord, 1 Peter 4, 17, congratulations to all the Christians that put those on. Great, great job. Fantastic. That's what Biden's putting on his stupid face. That's what Jill will put on her stupid face. You know, whatever. That's, that's how clean they are, and that's the truth. And by the way, we put out that even though the University of Florida is a Stalinist, basically Stalinist institution, leftist institution they actually did a study on mass and what they found in mass and all the virus all the bacteria and fecal matter you wonder why yeah they're sitting on the ground i mean these people are sitting on the ground what how many how much spit fecal matter Ugh. uh body odor sweat urine is all over the ground there and, then, and then americans are strapping them on the road oh look at look at my virtues i drive alone in my car with my surgical mask on yeah, you're so virtuous. You just put fecal on your face. That's what you deserve to be called. FF, fecal face. <laughs> That's you, fecal face. Uh, All right, uh, young video. Jimmy Dore, switch the topics a little bit, heading to vaccines here. Uh, Jimmy Dore and Brett uh, Weinstein torch Pfizer's execs for saying no one was forced. This is the thing. This will, this will launch this portion of the podcast. So, of course, the narrative now is nobody was forced to take vaccinations. I guess by forced they mean, even though we have videos of them actually forcing somebody, um, people who are uh, mentally handicapped being forced, or I, I want to say people, a person, I have one video of it. 
So I'm assuming it happened elsewhere. But, and in third world countries, who knows? There's not going to be any video footage of what the Chinese did, except beating their cats and dogs to death. We do have videos of that. Yeah. Beating, a, beating dogs to death and cats to death for uh, COVID? Imagine that. But now the narrative is that nobody was forced to take a vaccination. So you either take a vaccination or lose your job. It's not forced to them. You either take a vaccination or you can't leave your house. You can't leave a three-mile perimeter. It's not forced to them. You either take a vaccination and lose all your savings because you're having to use all your savings because you don't have any, you don't have any, you're not allowed to go to work. You're not allowed to enter stores. That wasn't forced to these people, right? So that's the new narrative now. So I'm going to show you a couple of videos on it. Jimmy Dore and Brett Weinstein, play for me. You must have been fully aware that people, nurses, doctors, people to have their jobs, to keep their jobs, were forced to have the vaccination. Now, do you retract your statement that they were not forced? Uh, Senator, no, I, I believe firmly that nobody was forced to have a vaccine. So now we know we've reported this on the show, 70,000 healthcare workers alone, 70,000 healthcare workers alone in New York state lost their jobs, 70,000. And when, when healthcare workers won't take a vaccine, isn't that like the kitchen help won't eat the food and 70,000 of them lost their job. Now watch this. Get the jab or risk losing your job. That's the ultimatum facing hundreds of thousands of essential workers tonight. I believe everybody was offered an opportunity to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine. I don't believe that anybody was forced to take a vaccine. Coercion is not consent, but that won't matter for authorised workers if they want to keep their job. Well, then they won't be going to work. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. If you make the judgement to not get vaccinated and you reckon you can wait out us or the publican or whoever you want to think you're waiting out. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Life will become very difficult for the unvaccinated from January 31. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. No gym, no yoga classes, no gigs, no dance, dance floors, no hospital or aged care visits. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Message snuffed out at Mooney Ponds, Knox and Mordialic by police. I'm not taking lectures on freedom. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. If an employer allows an unvaccinated staff member on site, they can be fined more than $21,000 and the business will be hit with almost a $110,000 fine. Workers who falsely claim they've had the jab will wear a $10,000 fine. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. About some people not, uh, not wanting to take vaccines. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. If you think you can not have a vaccine just because you don't want to have a vaccine. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. What a hide you have. What, what a ridiculous position is that? Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Don't play that game of let's just wait them out uh, and then we'll be able to do everything we want to do and have not got jabbed. No, that, that will not be the case here. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. It's a little bit controversial, the mandate. Because... So here's the president of Pfizer talking. Right, so there you go. I could, that's actually a five-minute video. Go to Jimmy Dorn, watch the whole thing. It's excellent. It truly is excellent. But just as the example that he brought up there, one, a couple examples. I'm going to bring up one he didn't bring up and one that he did. 70,000. 70,000 healthcare workers in New York alone were fired for not taking the vaccine. That wasn't forced. You lose your whole career, lose your retirement, everything you have. I mean, for a lot of people, their work is their life. You lose your life. 
Everything, I mean, that's not forced. It's absolutely forced. You're bankrupt. I mean, there were, I, I remember we, we did this on the podcast. There was people in Australia. It was over. It was over. Luckily, things kind of turned about six months later. So maybe they moved in with relatives or did something. I don't know. But it was over. Their houses were confiscated. Or I don't know what do you call it when they repossess your house? Not re- repossess their cars, but what do you call it? Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Foreclosure. Foreclosure. I knew I would remember yeah. my wife sitting over here. They foreclosed on their home. They had nowhere to, I mean, it's over. That's not forced. You can't buy food. You can't work to get, to, to earn money to buy food. You're, you can't pay your rent or you can't pay your mortgage. So they foreclosed on your house and you're walking around the street going, we don't know where we're going to go. I have the video of it. That's not forced. And all of these people now, I mean, I don't know what all I'm going to get to tonight because I'm going way over time in this COVID stuff. I should never start with COVID. <laughs> never start with it. What am I thinking? I keep doing it. You should never start with COVID because I never get past it. Beware, we might have to go a little overtime tonight, guys. I don't know. <laughs> so, but that's as forced as you can get. I mean, that, that's it. And just in America, remember Biden came in pledging that he wasn't going to mandate the vaccinations, right? But then he came in and mandated the vaccinations because he's a bull-faced, psychopathic, pathological liar. So then he mandates it. He mandates it for all federal workers and all federal contractors. So you just lost all your federal contracts if you're not going to vaccinate. If you're not going to be vaccinated, so that and a lot of people, their companies are actually set up to service the federal government, and it's over. It's over for you. So that's that's not that's not being forced though, allegedly. And then he wanted it to be where every company with more, I believe, than 100 employees, yeah, 100. had to be vaccinated. Also, everybody had to be vaccinated, and if you weren't. Per employee, you were fined $100,000 per employee that wasn't vaccinated. That's not forced. That's not forced. If you, if you own a mid-range company and you have 200 employees, you're going to be fined $200,000 per, per employee that's not vaccinated? You're finished. That's forced. More on this, Milk Bar TV, the COVID vaccine narrative, now is that no one was forced to get the jab people chose to. That, that's what they're saying now. You get, here is Justin Trudeau saying that. Again, Milk Bar TV video. Got to see it. Play it for me. Individuals are allowed to make their own choices. There may be all sorts of different reasons why someone is hesitant to get vaccinated. And therefore, while not forcing anyone to get vaccinated, enforcement measures in place will make sure that everyone is vaccinated. People to have their jobs, to keep their jobs, were forced to have the vaccination. Now, do you retract your statement that they were not forced? Uh, Senator, no, I, I believe firmly that nobody was forced to have a vaccine. As people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, it? Well, then they won't be going to work. Okay. It's very, very simple. I believe everybody was offered an opportunity to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine. I don't believe that anybody was forced to take a vaccine. We have said no, you must get vaccinated. Um, in terms of the vaccine mandates, I acknowledge that it was a challenging time for people, but they made ultimately made their own choices. A vaccine mandate is being expanded to around 40% of all workers. You basically see it to two different classes of people. If you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated... That is what it is, so, yep. Hospitality, hairdressers and gyms can operate at all levels if they ask customers for a vaccine certificate. There was no, there was no compulsory vaccination. People made their own choices. And so it follows that if customers must be vaccinated, then so too must the workers. I love that one part where it says, 
the, that vac- the gyms are allowed, are allowed to operate at full capacity. Oh. In a legend democratic society, legend democratic republic of New Zealand, you're allowed to operate at full capacity. Capacity. If you're va- if, if if you demand that everybody walking into your business is vaccinated, which and then of course means that all the employees have to be vaccinated. That's what she actually said. And then it wasn't, but that's not mandated. Your business will no longer exist unless you comply. But that's not mandated, right? And then the same person Jacinda Ardern said, "There's two classes of people." The vaccinated will have all the rights, and the unvaccinated will have no rights. But that's not that's not mandated. That's not that wasn't that, the vaccine was not forced. And the classic was the first one by Justin Trudeau. Well, we didn't force anybody. The vaccine quote was not forced on anyone, and it clipped right to the next video of enforcement measures. <laughs> not forced. Enforcement means enforcing. Enforcement means that you are forcing, that you are using force. To mandates that you are using force, you are forcing a behavior. That's yeah. what enforcement means. Yeah. Law enforcement, enforcing, making sure that you follow the law. We're not forcing anybody, but we're enforcing them. <laughs> we're, we're not forcing anybody. I just want to use the quotes. We're not forcing anybody to take vaccination. And then the clips right to the next video. Enforcement measures will ensure that everybody <laughs> takes the vaccination. Unbelievable. Everybody. There's nothing I can do about Trudeau. Nothing I can do about Dan Andrews and the absolute butt clown he is. But everybody in the United States needs to be held accountable because the new rules are everything is a seditious conspiracy. Fauci's guilty of seditious conspiracy. Fannie Willis is, is, is uh, guilty of seditious conspiracy. Jack Smith is guilty of seditious conspiracy. Merrick Garland, Lisa Monaco, Joe Biden, guilty of seditious conspiracy. James Comey, James Clapper, John Brennan, Loretta Lynch, guilty of seditious conspiracy. Benghazi alone for Hillary Clinton, seditious conspiracy. They all need to be held accountable for these things. Uh, You're like, you're all over the map. I'm talking about COVID. I'm talking about the persecution of Trump. Listen, Jack Smith alone. Jack Smith is guilty of seditious conspiracy. He is interfering in the 2024 election. He needs to go to prison. And we're going to go by the Terrio standards for 25 freaking years. Yeah. New rules. It's going to turn on you, lefties. Enjoy it while you can. Because you're not always going to run the DOJ. And we can get you, listen, we can get you at local sheriff's offices and local district attorneys, by the way, too. Just like you're doing with, with Twinkies, Alvin Bragg, and NYC. And Fannie Willis in Atlanta. We can pull the same thing in Tampa. We can pull the same thing in Sarasota. You come down here and you're campaigning and you're, and you're uh, you, know, wh- you know, whether it's Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom or Kamala Harris, you're running for president. You come down and say, I hate the Republican Party. New rules. Sedition conspiracy. Charger in Tampa. Mm-hmm. That's what the new rules are. Enjoy it while you can. Enjoy it while you can. Because it's going to turn on you. You be careful what you wish for. Be careful for what you enjoy. Tom Elliott video. Love this video. COVID respective retrospective series. We need to never forget these things. Very easy to forget. 42 months later. 42 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. Here come the mass again. We don't need to forget the lies, the grabbing a woman by the throat in Australia because she wasn't wearing a mask. And she even had a written doctor's excuse in her, in her, in her pocket. 
You need to not forget any of these things. Jacinda Ardern with the two classes, vaccinated and unvaccinated. Dan Andrews, well, you're not going to work then. All of Joe Biden mandating the vaccination for all the military. And now we have a 200% to 1,600% increase in all sickness, illness, disease, and maladies inside of the military, according to DMED stati- uh, uh, statistics. We not forget any of these things. We don't forget any of it. They all need to go to federal prison. They were lying. When you have a 200% to 1,600% Increase in all sickness, illness, disease, and maladies inside of the military that all started in 2021. Not 2020, not 1918, 17, 16. Started in 2021. Right after they're all forced vaccinated with an illegal vaccination that violates their military contract because the vaccination still to this day has not been FDA approved. While they say that it is. Absolutely is not. All of these things need to be remembered. That is right there, seditious conspiracy. You're attacking the military. I have that. I actually brought the uh, definition of seditious conspiracy, but I don't know where I buried it now, so I'm not going to try to look for it. I waste too much time. I'm at 9.37 already. So we need not to forget these things. Tom Elliott video from Grabian, COVID retrospective series. Play it for me. But they're really criticizing science because I represent science. If you're vaccinated, you really don't need to worry about getting it in a way that's serious or transmitting it. That is true. That is correct, Chris. It'll either protect you completely against infection, and the chances are very likely that you'll not be able to transmit it to other people. The risk is extremely low of transmitting it to anybody else. Full stop. Vaccinated people are clearly capable of transmitting the infection. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. If people are not wearing masks, then maybe we should be mandating it. I often myself wear two masks. And I'm quoting you now, at the population level, masks work at the margins maybe 10%. To hear that they only work at the margins maybe 10% would make a lot of people ask, okay, then why was I wearing a mask? You're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. When you say that this is gonna go away tomorrow like magic, when you know that there's no chance it's gonna just disappear. We hope this just goes away, burns itself out. So my question is, why weren't you straight with the American people about this to begin with? So the bottom line is, it's a guesstimate. I gave a range. It seemed in that quote to suggest that you were basing your your recommendation on polling and what people could accept. Is that not what you meant? No, I mean, it's a bit of that. We're seeing all of these school closures around the country. Is that the right move for children and families? And I think what's going on right now is is generally an appropriate approach. You want to start doing something to socially distance yourself. How dramatic that is, closing schools and doing other things, should be proportionate. It went too far, that particularly for kids uh, who who couldn't go to school except remotely, that it's forever damaged them. Well, I don't think it's forever irreparably damaged anyone. The U.S. Surgeon General has called it an urgent public health crisis, a devastating decline in the mental health of kids across the country. According to the CDC, the rates of suicide, self-harm, anxiety, and depression are up among adolescents. And the record will show, Neil, that we didn't recommend shutting everything down. First of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Uh, And that was very difficult decision. 
because I knew it would have serious economic consequences, which it did. Yeah. Because if you look at the people that are politicizing me, there's somebody that all the way over on one level. But there are a lot of other people who look upon me the way they should, as a non-political person that I am. They're not doing it because they say they don't want to do it. They're Republicans. They don't like to be told what to do. And we got to break that. But now is the time to do what you're told. <laughs> A great video goes on for another couple minutes to watch on Gravy and her Tom Elliott. It's great. They put out great stuff over there. Now, I got to show you this one. Nanny Q video. Vac- vaccines from the government. Now, you heard it earlier. Nobody was Justin Trudeau. Because I love this Justin Trudeau. Nobody was forced. That's what he said. Because this, this is Peter McCullough talking about the forced vaccinations. Because if you want to work as a doctor in Canada, and it was this way in the United States as a doctor and nurse, in many, many areas, you, you were finished. Including even here in Florida. You're finished. Because these are multinational corporations. These are not local hospitals anymore. And of course, they're multinational corporations. So they're going to bend their knee to the globalist leftists because they want, you know, obviously uh, financial benefits. So they're going to bend their knee. They don't want to be deemed as, uh, you know, uh, anti-science. They don't want to be deemed as conspiracy theorists. They, they'll do anything. People, people will bow to any lie to avoid the repercussions of not bowing to the lie. It's amazing to me. Everyone, everyone will play pretend. I don't want to. I don't want to be offensive to somebody who's pretending to be a woman, who's a man that's pretending to be a woman because of the societal consequences. Just be like me. Don't give a crap. I don't care. I don't care what anybody thinks. I, I don't. Honestly, I don't care. I don't care what anybody thinks. You would even ask my own family. I don't care. I don't, I honestly, I love my family. I love my wife. I love my two kids. I love my dog, but I don't care what they think. Honestly, I, I mean, I want to be as good a dad and a husband and, uh, you know, dog owner as I possibly can be, but no matter what, I'm going to just say what needs to be said. Yep. Period. It's the way that it is. And I don't say it harshly. I'm not mean. I'm not really. You can ask my wife. She's sitting right over here. I'm not mean. I'm not harsh. I'm not anything. But listen, I'm not going to play pretend so that your feelings aren't hurt. You come to Foundation Church, you listen to me preach, it's Bible, baby. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12, you come here, you're going to be cut by the word of God and then rebuilt by the word of God, torn down by the word of God, edified by the word of God. You're going to hear the truth. That's what matters. You don't bow to, the, to a lie because you're afraid of the consequences of telling the truth, which is what the entire church world did and is still doing. Some have changed, but none, hardly any of them. I have not seen one come out yet. They'll put out their little uh, sort of benign statements or sort of using COVID uh, 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 verbiage, the little midi- uh, midi- uh, uh, mitigation statements, you know, well, you know, we, we gave in for a little while, but you know, you know, no, you know, you need to not say anything, but you know what? We, we absolutely screwed up. We closed down. We did zoom service. We, we blew it. And now we have license. You need to say it out loud because we blew it. We showed the bourgeois leftist globalist elitist that we will follow their orders. And that's yeah. why they're trying it again. That's why they're coming with electric vehicles. That's why they're coming with climate change hoaxes. It's all hoax. We've played it. I mean, we've, we've shown you the statistics. All the climate change stuff is absolutely bold-faced lies. Hotter days before, colder days before than we're seeing now. 
I don't want to dive into that. So I got to show you this out of Canada. So remember, Justin Trudeau said, we didn't force the vaccines on anyone. Didn't force them. And then clip right to the next video. Enforcement measures will ensure that everybody's vaccinated. We're not forcing anybody to take the vaccination, but enforcement measures, enforcement measures will ensure that everybody takes the vaccination. So look what's happened to their medical system. Play for me, Heather. In Canada, listen, you, you know, they're keeping track. They've got a really tight system. Uh, there's not going to be any fake vaccine cards, and you got to take them. If you want to stay employed in the hospital, we got to take them. Now, Canada um, of interest, Dr. William Mackis, an oncologist in Canada, has kept track, very careful track. There are up to 180 dead Canadian doctors after the vaccine, 180. It's a huge number. He's got the list. He's written the, uh, the Canadian Medical Association, all the various medical authorities, and said, listen, here's the list. You know, do, do you still do you still support these vaccines? Is there going to be any investigation? I mean, that's a lot of physician manpower to go down. Um, and, uh, and to my knowledge, they're doing the same thing that the American College of Cardiology, the American College of Sexual and Gynecology is doing. They are stonewalling, stonewalling, meaning no response. 180 doctors. Anybody hear that? 180 doctors. Can, can Aaron ran the stats for me? So like 25 million, 26 million people yeah, live there, something was, like yeah. that. 180 doctors dead? Who how, how how does 180 doctors die from 2021 till now? They didn't die zero. I mean, statistically speaking, zero doctors died in 2020 of the plague. 19. I mean, I'm trying to suggest here. Of course, several doctors will die every year. Not 180 in a country of 26 million people. With a, with a, with, by the way, a very small medical system because socialized medicine, you want a knee replacement, you've got a three-year wait. you got a blown-out knee. Your knee is finished in, in, in Canada. That's why you have 40,000 Canadians per year crossing the United States to get medical services. I knew somebody attended this church and waited three years for a knee replacement in Canada. That's why That's they go insane. in. So this is not a very large medical system. It's, 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 so 180 doctors would be basically akin to us losing uh, 2,000 doctors in the United States because that's how different the size of the countries are and the size of the medical system. Maybe 5,000 doctors. 180 doctors die, but just as you know, nobody was forced, but enforcement measures will ensure that you take the vaccination. Nobody's forced to take the vaccination, but enforcement measures will ensure that you take the vaccination. <laughs> That's like Anthony Fauci. I never told anybody to lock down uh, the country until I told the president to lock down the country. <laughs> Everyone should wear masks, but masks don't do anything. That's the, I mean, you're like, Tom, that makes absolutely no sense. Of course it doesn't make any sense. But it doesn't matter to the, to the absolute drones out there, to the, to, to the leftists that are just completely lobotomized. It doesn't, doesn't matter. They tell you to wear a mask. Oh, yes, sir, I'll, I'll wear a mask because I want to give you my oath of allegiance. 180 doctors dead because they were forced to take a vaccination. I mean, it's huge. And so what's happening here in the United States? Daily Caller video, Anna Cabrera. Who needs? Here's, here he is, Sanjay Gupta, notorious vaccine whore, prostitute, and pimp that he is. Because he has, you understand these doctors, they are reading off of a script that they are handed to by Big Pharma, whether it's, uh, you know, Doctors that were, uh, just forgot his name, Scott Gottlieb, Scott Gottlieb, who's on the Pfizer board. The entire COVID pandemic, 
He's on the Pfizer board for all intents and purposes. Right after he pulled out of thin air, the six-foot rule, that's Gottlieb made that up, out of thin air. Imagine the globalists laughing at you. Well, you know, not the six, 762 people are watching right now. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to anybody, you know, maybe a few of you, but not many. Imagine the globalists. I'm, preach, I'm mainly preaching to the choir. The globalists just laughing. World, World Health Organization, UN, WEF, you know, IMF, whatever. Just laughing at you going, man, you know what? We just told all those people to put a mask on. They all did it. Man, we just told them stand six feet apart and the idiots did it. There's people walking around with hula hoops. Remember those videos, Aaron? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, hula hoops uh, with six foot distance walking around with two mad. Remember that? Yeah. Videos? And, and the spacesuits. The spacesuits. The space and then yeah. the, the, uh, the kids playing their instruments with the green tents oh, yeah. around them. Yeah. That was in the United States. Yeah. Imagine, imagine how much they laugh at you. We, we told them to put masks on. They did it. We told him to stand six feet apart. Where do you get six feet from? No, we always made it up. Just it's tell funny, him six feet. Yeah, yeah just six feet. It's just six, six, six feet <laughs> yeah. apart. You know, of course. And you know, they're gonna, and then you just do it. It's, it's amazing. So you got 180 doctors dead, and here comes whore Sanjay Gupta, who either doesn't know because he doesn't study anything, or which is much more likely is the second option, or he's just a globalist pimp and whore. Who probably isn't vaccinated himself, but is whoring it out to everybody else for his own financial profit so that he can be a celebrity on CNBC or MSNBC. So here's Sanjay Gupta. Play for me. Real quick, if you will. Who needs to get a booster and when? So all of us need boosters. Um, so at six months of age and up, uh, we're going to have boosters by the end of this month, hopefully. And those will protect, we believe, very strongly against these new versions of the virus. One. Everybody needs a booster, huh? Oh, it's worked real well for the Bidens so far. <laughs> As they've caught COVID over and over and over again. But everybody needs a booster. A booster, again, where we are at BA5 uh, variant 246, whatever it is. Yep. So here we are. And by the way, that, that has been in existence now for several months. And now the booster is going to come out in late September, early October. And that variant will no longer exist. <laughs> right. Just like every flu vaccine. And I still hear conservatives say, well, you know, I believe in the flu vaccine. That's been tried for years. No, it hasn't. It's never worked. Right. It's never worked one time to prevent the flu because the flu is never the same. By the time you take flu A or flu B, flu A and flu B no longer exist. You're already at D and E. Yep. That's the truth. If you have an animal host and you are vaccinating, you are endlessly mutating a vaccine. I mean, endlessly mutating a virus endlessly. And the only people, once again, more people have died of the least virulent variant than the most virulent variant. More people died of Omicron than Delta. More people have died of Omicron than Alpha. And Alpha and Delta were far more virulent. They were still 0.1, 0.2% death rate. Omicron should have a 0% death rate. It is a very mild common cold. That's what a coronavirus is. But more people have died, and I say this stat all the time, but I'm just telling you again, more people died of COVID-19 in a 96% vaccinated Australia, more people died in 2022 of COVID-19 than 2021 and 2020 combined, when 96% of the people who, oh, 96% of the population is vaccinated. So all the people that were dying are fully vaccinated. Right. And they're dying at higher rates of, a, of the least virulent variant. And you still can see that. But that will not stop Sanjay Gupta, who's been whoring the vaccine since early 2021. 
because it financially benefits him and he gets to go on MSNBC and he gets to be a celebrity. I mean, imagine being the galactic dork to go on there with your earbuds in your ears. <laughs> Why do you have earbuds in your ears, you stupid idiot? And that's what he is. I've lost complete respect for the medical profession outside of like orthopedics. And of course, there's always exceptions like Dr. McCullough, like Ryan Cole, the people that actually stood up, the two doctors in LA that were immediately banned when they told the truth about everything. All right, so let me switch subjects so at least I could spend some time on some other things. All right, just some, I just put some randomized stories here together that I just wanted you to see. So this is all about this, you know, again, leveraging you into a one world commerce system. This is a great video to explain how this works in the housing industry. Wall Street silver video, RFK explains BlackRock. Play for me, other. More importantly, there's three giant corporations, BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, which own collectively, they own each other. So it's really one giant corporation, but they also own 89% of the S&P 500. Mm. They own everything. They've now decided to, to buy every single family home in America. So if they stay on the current trajectory, they will own 60% of the homes in this country, single family homes by 2030. They literally are trying to buy everything. And, and the head of it, Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, is on the board of the World Economic Forum. And what they, you know, they've said, we want this great reset, which is you will own nothing and you will be happy. Well, they're on their way to making sure that we don't own anything. So you all probably have heard of people who are about to buy a home mm -hmm. and somebody comes in with at the last minute with a cash, cash or, or mm -hmm. offer and, and snatches off the, out of the market. Right. And it's usually an LLC with an ambiguous name. But if you trace that up, you'll find it's owned by BlackRock. Wow. The exact same thing. My producer Aaron was just telling me the exact same thing happened to him when he tried to buy his first house. Yep. He made me had it settled, but you know, sent it in. And right at the last minute, some ambiguous person came in, full cash offer, got it for ten thousand dollars less than his offer. That's what they do. So here, how does this work with the you know again? The agenda is the agenda with many, many tactics, but it's the same agenda. The tactics are CBDCs, climate change, social credit systems, vaccine passports, pandemics. Where they use a, you know, whether, you know, again, if you allow the government to take all your rights under an emergency, then they'll create an emergency to take your rights. So that's all, you know, again, there's other tech, transgender agenda, homo, homosexual, radical homosexual agenda, all those different things are all tactics to leverage you into a one world commerce system with single access point. So in order, and that's why you want, they only want to have six banks inside the United States. If there's only six banks, then the globalists only have to control six banks. And it's very easy to control access to those six banks. So you don't vote right. You don't give up your guns. You don't sign on to the transgender agenda. You don't have an electric vehicle. You're not in CBDC. You're not in a social credit system. They just ban you from banking. They just ban, it's like they're doing Nigel Farage in London right now, banning them from banking. You can't bank. You're finished. Finished. What are you going to do? And when it, 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 you know, as it goes into more digitized currencies, even if it's not fully CBDCs, you're finished. You're absolutely Try to do a wire transfer. How are you going to do a wire transfer? If you're, in a, if you're a multinational corporate, even if you're, you're a church our side, our church brings in between three and $4 million a year, and we, we send, obviously, large cash payments to place. We send them via wire transfer. You can't do that without a bank. You're finished. What are we going to do? Am I going to send Aaron every time? Hey, Aaron, I need you to drive... <laughs> To wherever it is we send our money in your truck 
with a, with a $22,000 mortgage payment? <laughs> no, the bank won't take it anyway. Yeah, they won't take cash. So what you do getting in the housing here is BlackRock. Here, RFK explains how BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard own a huge portion of S&P 500 companies. They are also port- purchasing. So basically, they own 70% of the S&P, 75% of the S&P right now. So I, I don't want to, again, I, I, I try to make these things brief, but I never can go brief. I don't know what my problem is. <laughs> so if you're talking about S&P 500 companies, if they own 75% of them, then who owns BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard? They are under ESG and DEI, environmental social governance, and under diversity, equity, and inclusion. They are governed by the globalist leftist. So if they own all these companies, then you no longer have access to them. They can just say you don't have access, just like, they may, just like uh, Wells Fargo did to Winchester Rifles. Just cut them off. And those cuts you off from all S&P 500 companies. You won't have access anymore. Leverage you into one world commerce system. Singular access point. Aaron, is this making sense? Yeah. All right. Then they're purchasing large numbers of homes in the U.S. RFK claims that by 2020, they could own 60% of single family homes in the United States. Leverage you into one. You won't have access. They own all the homes. Remember, you'll own nothing and be happy. I just told you. They're globalists governed by DEI and ESG. And remember something. Vanguard is the primary stockholder of of blackrock blackrock is the primary stockholder of vanguard and the same thing goes with state street right they all own each other so they're all really one company so you could call them blate uh black state guard <laughs> that's what they are they're one company again even that singular access point they're all one company you can't even try to be buds with blackrock because but you and, and and then uh Ignore Vanguard. No, Vanguard is BlackRock. BlackRock BlackRock is Vanguard. State Street is Vanguard. Vanguard is State Street and vice versa in all three ways around. So if they own all the houses, they can control your access to housing. Yep. You'll own nothing and be happy. They they don't want you to have a house. You don't get one. You're like, well, I'll find one somewhere. Well, eventually, if they own all the houses, there is none to find. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll build them. Well, the companies that build houses are owned by them too. (laughs) Right. That's the point of all of this. That's the point of vaccine passports. That's the point of CBDC. If you control all the currency, then you control how the currency is spent. You control the flow of where all that currency flows. It's just the book of Revelation unfolding right before your very eyes. But here's the thing. And of course, that's Revelation 13, 16, and 17, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave. This is the agenda to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark in the name of the beast or the number of a man. And no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of man. The number is 666. The number of man will be a social credit system. Singular access point into a one world commerce system. That's the point of everything you are seeing. The Jill Biden narrative coming out of the White House where Joe is masking again. Sanjay Gupta, whoring vaccines again. Everybody needs to be get their sixth vaccination. Because in order for you to access the singular commerce system, the one world commerce system, you've got to be six times vaccinated. Not, I mean... Basically, 30 years ago, your kids got four vaccinations. 
Now it's 14 or 11 or something like that in their first appointment. That's how it is. If you don't do it, and, and, and a lot of them causing mass sterilizations and low sperm counts because these people want to lower the Earth's population. Again, so they're, it's more easily controlled. And again, every single first world country, Matt, where you had mask mandates, vaccine mandates, lockdowns, social distancing, everything, their birth rate is double-digit down. Their excess death rate is double-digit up. It's a fact. That's an absolute fact. You can please double-check it. But that's the point of it all. If you only have one group that says yes or no to you buying a house, it's pretty easy to control them from a globalist level. Is that not correct? It's absolutely correct. That is the plan of all of this. Yep. And I just wanted to show this to you. They were always saying, and we, we showed like the NPR, Hypocrisy, National Public Radio, which is funded by taxpayers. They said they were mocking for a couple years the whole bug-eating narrative. That's all lies. That's all lies. But they themselves, a year before, said bugs are the next alternative. A year before that, bugs are the next alternative. And now, because we found out, they're calling it a conspiracy theory. Is it really a conspiracy theory? Ian Miles Chong video. Play it for me, other. Intermolk is a dairy alternative that we make from black soldier fly larva. We take the insects and we process it into a dairy alternative that forms a rich and creamy liquid which looks and acts just like dairy. Intermolk is very rich in protein, fat, calcium, iron and zinc, which is really good for you. And it's got a very creamy mouthfeel. The world needs alternatives to survive. Insects are vital for future food because they require very little land. They don't damage the environment like livestock. They don't produce greenhouse gases. And they meet the demand for ice cream. The world is going to struggle to produce enough food for the growing population. And I find insects a very viable option. Can you believe it's made from insects? Hi, I'm Leah Bessa. I live in Cape Town. And I make dairy alternatives from insects. See, they can't even come up with paid <laughs> actors that can put on yeah. decent facial expressions. See those girls? Can you believe that came from bugs? And the girl, you could tell the girl could barely keep it down. What do you got, Aaron? <laughs> they couldn't even, right? They couldn't even act. They couldn't even act like they enjoyed it. So I'm just showing you that is the truth. All right, I know I'm flying all over the place right now. These are my quick hitters. Here's just a pick from, uh, I can't come close to pronouncing Phillips' last name, but here's Phillips, at Five Rights. just want to show you this so that we don't forget. If you think the cheating was only in five or six states, and that's what I've always that's what I'm always propagating because this is what we focus on, but it wasn't just in five states. Six states, seven cities, as I'm always as I'm always talking about. Uh, five or six state, uh, five or six states. Consider this. According to, to Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton, 353 counties in 29 different states had voter registration exceeding 100 percent of their population. <laughs> that's who, oh and Joe gosh. Biden is the legitimate president. That's never happened before, and we need to watch that it doesn't happen now because that's exactly what happened, which, again, which was, which was all part and parcel. This was what COVID was all about, was to usher in a fraud, many other things too, but one of the things that it was about was to usher in a fraudulent election. Oh, we can't go vote in person because the plague might get me, the 99.9% survivable plague might get me, so I can't go vote in person. So they had mass mail-in ballots. No verification ballots, no signature verification ballots, ballots, no vetted ballots, just mass produced Zucker boxes, $400 million worth of Zucker boxes, shutting off the counting in the middle of the night. 353 counties and 29 different states had voter registrations that exceeded their population. 
And Joe Biden's legit. And every one of those voters voted for Joe Biden. We all know that. All right, let's go to the next one. <clears throat> hey, just, just load it for me. Oh, <clears throat> next one is what? Just the news? Yeah, good. Just load it for me. I'm going to read this. And then we're going to do the, I got to do the, the uh, Proud Boy stuff. All right, Biden, I just tried to read you this. This is just, uh, I said random, random stuff. Here's another Biden thing. Biden is facing revolt. This is from Fox News from today. So Fox News report. Biden facing revolt from blue states, uh, blue state Democrats over immigration crisis. Texas Governor Greg Abbott's migrant busing program is stretching Democrats to their limit. Send him. Listen, I have not always been a fan of Greg Abbott. He's tend to be a COVID caver. But on this, on the busing program, Keep on bussing them, Greg. Oh, yeah. Buss them. I mean, just send them right to Chicago. Send them right to, to the Naval Observatory where Kamala Harris lives. Send them to D.C. Send them to Boston. The Boston's a major complainer with this. New York City with Eric Adams is a major complainer. Chicago's a major complainer. Send them to Seattle. Let them live with what they love. They love open borders. Well, enjoy it then, morons. Enjoy it. You just love it for everybody else. It's just like it's like when Trump was calling out Hillary Clinton in the debate about Hillary attacking him for taking advantage of tax laws. Well, why don't you change him then, Hillary? Because you're also a multimillionaire. So you're not going to do anything that would hurt you. It's the same thing going on here. It doesn't hurt them at all as long as it's in Texas, as long as it's with the great unwashed in Texas. But now that it's arriving on their doorstep... Enjoy the fruits of the legislation that you guys pimp. Enjoy it. Let me show you this stuff. Just a news tweet. Former Proud Boys leader uh, Enrique Terrio gets 22 years for seditious conspiracy. Aaron, can you put up that? There you go. U.S. Code 2384. 18 U.S. Code 2384. Seditious conspiracy. Here's the definition of it. If two or more persons in any state or territory or any place subject to the jurisdiction of the United States conspire to overthrow, put down, or to destroy by force the government of the United States. Uh, how many guns were on 1-6? Anybody know? <laughs> zero. Uh, Aaron just <laughs> gave the answer. That would be zero. So how are you going to destroy by, to overthrow? Did, did, so remember now, Terrio <laughs> and the others, and I have their pick, and I'll go over that in a second, have been all convicted of seditious conspiracy with terrorism enhancements. All of them unarmed. Terrio was, and listen, I'm not saying these are great people. Some of them are butt clowns. Mm-hmm. Seriously, butt clowns. I mean, they are. But they've already spent three year, almost three years in prison. For doing what? Unlawful parading in the Capitol and trespassing? And a lot of them didn't even know they were trespassing. I'm not even talking about some of those that are getting huge sentences right now because they've saved... Leave that up, up for me, Aaron. Leave all this up. Yep. Some of the people that have gotten, you know, you know whether it's Brandon Straka and other people that have gotten, you know, one year, two year probation, whatever it is, that spent time in the D.C. Gulag. I'm talking about everybody. You know, whether it was trespassing after Ray Epps tore down the barriers, the bicycle racks that had no trespassing arms, nobody even knew they were trespassing. And and then again, some of these guys, I mean, listen, they they are, they're butt clowns. They were, they're clowns, making stupid videos, whatever. But seditious conspiracy with a terrorism enhancement, how are they trying to overthrow the government? How would you overthrow the government by sitting in the Senate anyway? And I disagree with them doing all that. Just so you know, I would never have walked into the Capitol. No. I would never have broken glass. It's all crime. Listen, you don't have a right to criminal mischief because you believe Trump got the election stolen from him, which he did. He did. It doesn't give you a right to commit crimes. 
But those crimes have already been paid for. Whatever those crimes were, if there were some crimes that were batteries on law enforcement officers, maybe that could be up to a five-year sentence. I got battered as a law enforcement officer. Nobody got a five-year sentence. Certainly nobody got seditious conspiracy. And we've shown the false testimony of the D.C. officer saying that he had a head injury, ankle injury, foot injury. We showed the video after the incident. He had no injuries at all. But it's going and getting these terrorism enhancements, these sentence enhancements on these poor people that have already spent three years in prison. But he gets them seven, eight, nine years because he said, I was hurt. You weren't even hurt. We had the video. You weren't hurt. You're a liar. How do you live with yourself? Which is why some of those, they had like four uh, suicides uh, among the ranks of the Capitol Police, post-1-6. Post and probably because they're a bunch of liars. And they couldn't live with themselves sentencing these people to prison, knowing that they're bold-faced lying. So how do these people, and my, my whole thing is, if you broke a window, okay, that's criminal mischief. If you uh, trespassed or even felonious trespassing, fine. But I know, I know all the, I was a cop for 25 years. I know how this works. You're trespassing. You get a notice to appear. You go before a judge, you pay a $250 fine, and you leave. Yeah. That's all you get. And it's usually pled down to something non-criminal, and you just play it, pay, it, pay a fine. If it was more than that, you broke windows or whatever at the Capitol, fine. You should pay but two and a half years in prison for a broken window, or you parade inside the Capitol. Nobody died except protesters. And how are you going to overthrow the government by walking through the Capitol? How are you going to overthrow them? Aren't you going to have to attack military bases to overthrow the government? I mean, what, what military base was attacked? I mean, what, the Capitol the, the is completely empty. Senate chambers are empty. House is empty. Joint session of Congress. Everybody's gone. They're, the FBI's lied about the location of the president, of the vice president, and the vice president-elect so they could charge people with violations and being in proximity to the elected, the vice president-elect and all that stuff I have right. time to get into. Yeah. They lied about all that too. FBI's bold-faced Goebbels Gestapo liars sold solely working for the globalists and Democratic Party. And I just want to say this to the FBI agents. I hope a couple FBI agents are watching. How do you <laughs> live with yourself? You show up at these things, you got all your SWAT gear on, you know, your tight-fitted uh, uh, camo pants and everything else. Do you not realize that you are enforcing non-constitutional laws, laws that don't even exist? You're arresting people for committing crimes that they, did, they did, that they didn't do, and you're doing it so that you can keep your job, and you're doing it because, you know what, I'm a law and order guy. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're a Gestapo. You're a Gestapo for communists and socialists. And it will turn around on you at some point. They'll turn on you. All right, so let me read this. Two or more persons in any state or territory, in any place subject to the jurisdiction of the United States, conspired to overthrow. They didn't do that. Put down. Didn't do that. Destroy by force the government of the United States without guns. Didn't do that. Or to levy war against it. They, a war? <laughs> or to impose by force the authority thereof. Or by force to prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law of the United States. Or by force to seize, take, or possess any property of the United States. Didn't do any of these things. Contrary to the authority therein. Uh, the authority thereof. They shall each be fined under this title, or in prison, not more than 20 years. He just got 22 years because they put a terrorism enhancement on top of it. And that's, I'm, not, I'm not testifying to the integrity of Enrique, uh, Enrico, or whatever, I can't remember his first name now. I just forgot it. But Terry, I'm not, I'm not testifying to his integrity. I'm just saying, whatever crime you committed is the sentence that you should get. That's it. 
He wasn't even in D.C. They're saying he coordinated 200 people. And, that, and by the way, it's just conspiracy. You actually had to have a conspiracy going on where you were trying to overthrow. How are we going to overthrow the government without attacking one, one military base? Makes absolutely no sense. And here's the thing. You'll have these idiots that are on these social media platforms and say they're all, they're all happy. That's Brooklyn Dad and the Krasensteins and Medina Hassan. They're all celebrating. Oh, yeah, they got what they deserved. They got what they deserved. And all that. They're, you know, I'm just like, just wait. Because there's so many other people that can be accused of a seditious conspiracy. Oh, yeah. If you're not running the show, because here's the thing in D.C., those juries and grand juries will convict any Republican of any crime that the Democratic Party requests them to convict them of. Anything. If it was treason, they'd all be convicted of treason right now. They'd all be convicted of treason. If that's what, if that's what the Democratic Party requested, then the Democratic Party in the jury will convict these people. That's why all these hearings are in D.C. Now, one six would have to be in D.C. because that's where the event occurred. But that's why they're always trying to haul Trump in front of D.C., Navarro in front of D.C., everybody. U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly issued the sentence to Terrio, which is today, of course, it's always Tim Kelly or Shutkin, which is to date the longest of, uh, longest of any for a January 6th defendant, CNN reported. Prosecutors sought a 33-year sentence. He wasn't even in D.C. on 1-6. The jury didn't convict anyone for engaging in politics. This is Kelly talking. They convicted Mr. Terry and others of engaging in seditious conspiracy. I don't have any indication that he is remorseful for, for the actual things he's convicted of, which is seditious conspiracy and conspiracy to obstruct the counting of electoral votes, Kelly said. Okay. So this is conspiracy. Twenty-two years for a man who wasn't even in. It wasn't even in. Wasn't even in D.C. on one six. Twenty-two years. And a lot of people think this could never happen to me. Why couldn't it happen to you? Why? Explain to me why. If you're living in a blue jurisdiction, see, I, I ain't going to Chicago. If I go to Chicago and I make the wrong statement, I could be arrested for seditious conspiracy. And they made the wrong. I, you know, I hate the. By the way, just before the record, I hate the Democratic Party. Now. If I said that in D.C., Jack Smith could charge me with a seditious conspiracy. You're like, Tom, that would never, that couldn't happen. That doesn't meet the statutory requirements. It doesn't meet the statutory requirements for Terrio either. Right. But if Jack Smith made a request to the grand jury, which is all Democrats, to the regular jury or any judge, that I want Tom charged for this seditious conspiracy because he said, I hate the Democratic Party. And you don't think? That that jury is going to convict me of it in D.C.? In Washington, D.C.? They will convict anybody of anything the Democratic Party tells them to convict them of. That's it. Owen Schroer took a plea deal. He did nothing on 1-6. Went nowhere near the freaking Capitol. And had to take a six-month probation for doing nothing because he didn't want to go on trial. He knows. They could just up the charges and just say, you know, we're just deciding to, to charge you with treason. They couldn't do that, Tom. There's no evidence of treason. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. They will convict you of anything they're requested to convict you of. All right, here's a Hodge Twins video. Here's another J6er getting arrested. Last week, a friend of ours was raided by the feds over J6. His name is Nathan Hughes, and he's from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Nate was, Nate was raided by the FBI and arrested at gunpoint. Here's the video. I don't even know who y'all are. 
Hey, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Here, watch out, watch out, watch out. Why are they at them? I have no idea. You good? Huh? I got you. So there you go. And here's the thing. And I just say this again because those are, I was a cop for 25 years and those are technically cops. I mean, how does it feel to be so devoid of integrity that you're arresting people for committing crimes that don't exist, for committing crimes they didn't do, how does it feel to be so devoid? This is the FBI right here. You're walking up with your vests on, your AR-15s, a guy outside of Walmart who's unarmed. I mean, listen, I made a lot of arrests in my life, and I would never approach somebody with an up-armored outfit on with an AR-15 who's unarmed. I just walk up to him with my sidearm in my holster. I think I'll be all right. You I mean, just imagine being so full of yourself. You come up with your tight T-shirts on, and your bulletproof vest, your FBI, all over. All, how does it feel to be so devoid of self-respect that you'll make arrests at the request of a political party? How do, and, and what do you do, lie to yourself? How do, you, how do you look your kids in the eye and say, you know what, I am a tool of the Democratic Party. I arrest people for political persecutions. How do you, how do you look at your, when you come home, FBI agents, how do, you, how do you look yourself in the mirror? How do you look your wife and your kids in the eye knowing what a tool bag you are? Knowing what a, what a puppet you are where the Democratic Party, Merrick Garland, has his hand up your anal puppet chute telling you what to do. You go up there with your bravado and your AR-15s. You are absolutely disgusting human beings. Liars, perjurers, disgusting human beings. FBI needs to be defunded completely and totally, top to bottom, no longer needs to exist. And I mean all the agents fired. These guys all need to be fired. Lose their retirements and fired. Some of them criminally prosecuted for making false arrests, unconstitutional arrests. It's absolutely no, I mean, I just can't imagine being that way. Where you know you're a tool bag. You're a whore for the Democratic Party. And there you just keep on doing it. So I get to keep my paycheck. Listen, these guys, these guys aren't making about 100 grand a year, maybe. You are so, you're so devoid of human integrity. You're so devoid of an ounce of any sort of self-respect that you'll be a whore for Joe Biden so you can keep your job. I mean, I just, it's so the cops are the most disgusting thing. Um, did I put that? I, did I give you the Gibson Go pick for that? For 
Nathan, I don't think I did, did I? We never did give you that. If you do see an Aaron, throw it up. Just you can throw it up anytime at any point. I just want to put that up there. Just go to the next pick for me, whatever. I didn't. I said it's still on Telegram. Telegram. Yeah, throw that on there. So I just wanted to show you this. So here's the people that have been sentenced. And again, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, some of these people, like Joseph Biggs, is, I mean, he's kind of a clown. Okay, but being a clown doesn't mean that you get 17 years in prison. I mean, what? Are you, all six of the, all five. I said the six, but it's only five. Enrique Terrio, no violence committed by him. Ethan Nordian, no violence committed by him. Zach Real, no violence committed by him. Joe Biggs, no violence committed by him. Dominic Mazzola, no, no violence committed by him. And respectively, for absolutely no violence, 22 years, 18 years, 15 years, 17 years, and 10 years. And we put up the pick last podcast of the guy who raped a five-year-old and a nine-year-old in D.C., I think, and got uh, nine months or 180 days. Got 180 days. He had criminal sexual intercourse with a five-year-old. And got 180 days. And these guys, again, if they hit if they hit cops, they broke some windows, and you suffer the consequences of those things. Fine. Fine. But 22 years, 18 years, 50, for what? They didn't touch, they, they didn't commit any violence against law enforcement. They didn't commit violence against anybody. This is the state that we're at. And if, again, you think that, well, I'm, so look, there you go. Give send, go. If you can, support him. He's got to pay for it now. And, that, and that's the whole point. He, he, has, he doesn't have uh, $5 trillion of income like the, like the federal government, the FBI has. He has nothing. So now he's going to have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for criminal defense, which, by the way, in a court system, I don't want to be negative that he has no chance of winning. No chance. And, it, and I just, I know I say it over and over again, but what would keep anybody from being charged with a crime in blue areas? Where? How, what would keep you from being charged with a crime? Well, a complete lack of evidence. There's complete lack of evidence with these people. If you're in Washington, D.C., or you're in Chicago, or you're in New York, they can say whatever they want, charge you with whatever they want, and the juries will do whatever the Democratic Party tells them to do. That is the way that it is. You could have, again, this is the example that I always use. They accuse you of stealing a car. You have video evidence of yourself out of the state, out of the country on the day the car was stolen. And video evidence of the actual person stealing the car. They could say, you stole the car. You're like, well, yeah, but I'd have all this exculpatory evidence. That doesn't matter. The jury will do what they're told to do by the Democratic Party because they're all Democrats. That's the state of affairs if it's a blue area. In Washington, D.C., it was 98% Biden. And they keep talking, all these idiots out there, talking about Tim Kelly was a Trump nominee. It doesn't matter who told Trump to nominate. Was, that, was Trump's, that was Trump's problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at, all, look at all the people that Trump had in his, in his circle. Anthony Scaramucci? What the heck? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was one of Trump's problems. I love Trump. Vote for Trump again. I'm just telling you. That was not a strong point. All right. Leftism tweet. And just to show you the balance of things. So you got, you got all of these guys getting sentenced to, sentenced to 10 to 22 years in prison. And the city of Denver has approved a $4.72 million settlement to go to 300 BLM protesters. <laughs> so 300, 300 BLM protesters get to split three, $4.72 million amongst themselves who had been arrested during the 22 protests after they sued the city for its violent suppression of free speech. The people are lighting things on fire and actually killing people. During those 2020 George Floyd riots, 30 people were murdered. How many people were murdered by the protesters in Washington, D.C.? Uh, zero. Zero. 
The BLM protests cost the city $5.5 million, now a total of basically $10 million. That's the city. Now, for the BLM protests, there's nothing. No prison time, nothing. Burn things down, battered law enforcement officers. Nobody went to jail, for all intents and purposes, statistically speaking. Nobody went to jail. But if you're 1-6 and you trespassed, 22 years in prison for seditious conspiracy with a terrorism enhancement. Truly unbelievable. And, and I'm trying to remember the other city. I just blanked on it. But there's another city that settled for umpteen millions too with BLM for the same thing. Another liberal city, just like Denver, hyper leftist. All right, 24 minutes of overtime. That's good. Stick around. Stick around for the post game. 90 seconds worth of a little bit of advertising for my merch and stuff like that. Stick around for that. Then I've got a whole load of videos that I personally put together that you've got to see. And I call it the post game. Stick around for the post game. Love you all. Back here, 8.30, full. Supposed to be uh, <laughs> 90 minutes of fury. But now it's, uh, what do we got? 114 minutes of fury tonight. Is that right? 114 minutes yeah, of fury? Yeah, yeah 114 right. minutes yeah. of fury. That's correct. So, no. Is it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, 114 minutes worth of fury. So, yeah, two hours would be. Yeah, 120, 120. Yeah. 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 So yeah, 100, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know. I'm totally lost. Now. You're right. You're Am right. Am I right? Am yeah. I right? You're right. Yeah, no, because we'd be at two hours with a fury. We'd be 120 minutes with a fury. Yeah. Yeah, six minutes short. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little blank out on the end of the show. Here. <laughs> so anyway, stick around for the post game. You got to see the videos. I put them all together. It's great stuff. Don't miss it. It's quick. I mean, probably maybe, I don't know, five, ten minutes worth. But you got to see them. Love you all. See you Thursday night. God bless you. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything, all things. Ephesians 1.3. Everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? It can be summarized in two words. Holy Ghost. Nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you. The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.